0: In the fall of 1967, in the proud city of Flint, Michigan, Mike and Kathy Abbott welcomed their first baby into this world, James Anthony. Quick aside, no way you have a baby named James and you don't call him Jimmy, no chance. Anyways, baby Jim was born healthy, but different. You see, baby Jim, or baby Jimmy, as we call him here at the show, was born with one hand left hand his right arm ended at the wrist now mom and dad got their son a prosthetic hand but Jim didn't like using it mom and dad pushed him towards soccer but Jim preferred baseball and no matter what Jim's parents did to try and make life easier for him there were always going to be challenges Jim had to face alone quote I remember my parents tying my shoes for me and triple knotting them unquote because if Jim's shoes came untied at school, there was nothing he could do except ask someone for help. And that made him feel like an outsider. The odds for any kid to play Major League Baseball are astronomically low. For a kid that carries some fear and self-esteem issues every day of his life is, I don't know, 10 million times more difficult. Now imagine that kid only has one hand and now you imagine that kid on the mound at the most famous altar of baseball in the world playing for the leagues and the country's signature franchise with the good but perhaps drunk people of new york cheering him on or waiting to boo him until he dies if he screws up and now you imagine that kid throwing a no-hitter That's Baby Jimmy, and this is First Ballad. Welcome to First Ballot, the podcast that celebrates the moments in sports that really matter and decides whether they're good enough for the First Ballot Hall of Fame. This is a sports moment Hall of Fame, only the best moments in this hall. I'm your host, Neil, the long-lost Gasol brother, the podcast Jordan Clarkson. That means half Filipino, half not Filipino. I'm not the biggest Lakers fan. I'm the best Lakers fan. The five-star recruit, the four-star podcast host, three-star husband. I could really do more around the house, i got to admit it. Mr. Not Always Right, but Never Ever Wrong. Coming to you live from the Shaquille O'Neal Office Depot big and tall executive suite desk chair that's in my basement. The First Ballot Hall of Fame podcast is brought to you by Ball is Life and the Ball is Life podcast network. Support Ball is Life because they support your boy at Ball is Life on all social. I know you guys already follow them. Today's episode of the First Ballot Hall of Fame podcast could be sponsored by that time, Fabio Lanzoni got his nose broken by a large flying goose. (laughs) Do you remember that? My plan is to start a Patreon where I record different podcasts with different guests. And every week, it's a guest that does not know the Fabio goose story. And then I'm just going to explain the Fabio goose story and see how they react. And it's my, it will be just, you will enjoy it through my sheer enjoyment of getting to relay that story to someone. I'm not going to, if you don't know what happened in this, in this moment, I'm not going to go into it now. I am going to ask you to go listen to the Randy Johnson, the bird murderer episode with noted comedian, Allison Agosti. It's fantastic. You'll love it. Uh, Fabio. I am willing to have you as an active sponsor of the show, but you got to pony up. Jim Abbott's 1993 no-hitter against Cleveland is without question a great sports moment, but is it good enough for the first Bell Hall of Fame? We only put the best moments in, I've said that. Sure, a no-hitter is great, but was there anything about this no-hitter that makes it special? (laughs) We have to decide that today, and here to break down this moment is one of my favorite guests. I'm so excited to have her back. I think she's got such a unique voice and a unique perspective on things. I care about what she has to say on damn near everything. I don't even really know how she managed this to pull this off. She's a successful comedy writer, including work at Late Night with Seth Meyers, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Making History, Close Enough, an Inside Job on Netflix. I'm going to talk on this podcast because I have to, but I really just want to listen to her. It's the charismatic, the powerful Allison Agassi.
1: Oh my gosh. That's, I mean, what an intro. I which like, I know I said the first time, but it's really nice. I
0: really like having you on the show. I We spent, a, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes before we recorded just talking. And I think I'm using this platform to become friends with you. I think that's what you're I'm in. Enjoying.
1: It's you've cleared the bar.
0: We've which worked is... together once before, but it was work, and I felt like I didn't. I like just talk. I want to just hear you talk about things. I've got some stuff in this episode that should not be talking points in this podcast episode, but I just want to hear you talk about them. We'll get to one of oh them very gosh. soon. Um, how how did you get through the the writer strike? I know you're WGA. How did you get through the writer strike?
1: Um, you know, I built myself a little cocoon and just kind of stayed in there and, uh, tried not to let the bad thoughts in, uh, just uh, uh, paralyzed by the overwhelming corporate greed in America.
0: (laughs) It's great. Now the, the, the strike is over. You can go right back to this awful business that we work in.
1: (laughs) It's this nightmare of just like,
0: it's perfect. It's so great. (laughs) so good to be back. Uh, Allison, we usually table set at the beginning of every episode. We've already done that because you've been on the show before. Your favorite sport is baseball. Your favorite team is the Warriors. Your favorite athlete, Derek Jeter. You're very moved by Derek Jeter as a small child, right?
1: Yes, sexually. Very moved. Oh, come on. I was in in love with him. (laughs) I continue to be
0: in love. You are in a committed relationship with someone that you would like to move forward with. You should leave your passion for a younger Derek Jeter and modern day, Derek Jeter behind,
1: I guess not modern day. Cause he has really done a Prince William, oh, not no. aged, not aged. well.
0: <laughs> That's terrible. I won't, I won't, I want to uh, formally object to what she just said. <laughs> I don't support that. I believe that he looks great. We all age in different ways, and I yeah. think you're. I think he's he's living off the fat of the land. He's got a great life. Hi, if you, you were rich, if you had five hundred million dollars, like David Zaslav yes. of HBO Max or Max, yes. whatever the hell it's called, well, Turner, wouldn't you just be eating the best food all the time?
1: I think I would want to be hot, and it seems like they don't care. <laughs> about being hot. Like you look at, at, all of the big boys, like not one hot one among them. Right. And it's kind of shocking. <laughs> so I mean, I guess there's some level of clarity when you reach that money where it's like, wow, it just does not matter what I look so like. So
0: would you, so you think you do, you'd what you'd hired like a personal trainer or something to work out. All the yeah. Time that sort of, oh,
1: got it. I would, I mean, I'd want to be as close to Batman as possible, God, you know, God. just like hot billionaire. God. Right. Right. And none of them are. It's kind none of, of crazy.
0: It is. It is. Uh, it is interesting. I wonder what that is. I bet you that means something about those people that they're so singularly focused on financial success, and once they get it there, they're like, "Who, who gives they're a like, shit?" Like, yeah. they accomplish this thing. Yeah. Maybe you have to be fun. that focused to get to that point. You have to be that. Yeah.
1: It's just not important yeah. to you. But that's what I would do.
0: I went to a really nice restaurant in New York City once with my wife um I actually showed up in Timberlands. I didn't really think about the fact that a nice restaurant would have like a dress code because I've never been yeah. to like a really nice one. Yeah. And so I showed up with Timberlands and a shirt and no jacket. And the first thing they said to me was you need a jacket, which like I've seen that on sitcoms before. Right. But I didn't know that it was real. And I yeah. I certainly didn't know that that's what could have like been the case in actuality that night when I took her to the restaurant because I didn't wear a, I have a coat. I just yeah. didn't wear it to this thing. I wore my Timberlands and then I, I put on their coat cause they had, they loaned me, they loaned me one. And then I was walking around and my wife, the only way she was able to calm me down was to say, I bet you everyone here thinks you're important because you came looking like yeah. a bum. Yeah. Yeah. And so I floated off of that for a while. And then I ate the food and the food was so much better than food at bad, like normal restaurants. Yes, And they were so attentive. The whole staff was so attentive. I remember I took a little bit of butter off the pad, a pad of butter and put it on my bread. And I looked back up and they had replaced the pad of butter crazy it's it was crazy the food was so delicious and they yeah. bring you food that you didn't even order like in anyone that's like rich or has money is listening to this going well, who is this AC that we're listening to right now <laughs> I, they, they go here's this thing and I go what is this and they go yeah. it's a thing from the kitchen and i go but I didn't yeah, order that. It. yes yeah. and I eat that and I go that's delicious and then the food comes out and it's delicious and they're like do you want anything else and I'm like I'm good and they go, "Thank you so much for coming." And I go, "This was great." And now I know if I were rich, if I had 500 dollars million, Just I'd do be that. Inc- impossibly yes. fat.
1: Yes. I do it I every night. Yeah. We went to my uh boyfriend's birthday is the day after mine, so we we usually do a joint thing. And so we went to a fancy like a fancy place for our birthday, and I couldn't get over they get they fold your napkin when you get up right yes or it's just like
0: this is such a nice touch i love this it's it the the things they do you sound like
1: such dirtbags.
0: i know i mean i think we are i I mean i i I don't want
1: to places where they fold my napkin yeah i don't
0: want to i don't want to roll you into this but i mean i think you No, i'm I'm there yeah 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 Yeah. (laughs) the the, uh the the i went into a rich person's store once to get my wife a gift (laughs) for my wife is the best my wife it works so hard she is like my inspiration she works so hard and so i thought i should get her a really nice gift and the there's only like one rich person store that i've heard my wife talk about as like (laughs) oh that's nice so i went into this rich person store and i'm like looking around and they go do you want a glass of champagne yes and i went I i was like is this a joke yeah and they were like, No, we'll get you one. And I was like, yeah. Are you serious? I was like, first of all I don't even I don't want it. I don't want to drink it, but I can't believe this is real.
1: I know that they're just giving you that. Yeah. That has trickled down to our our poor people stores. Because like people what? have realized, well, I feel like getting your nails done now, they will do it. Because a, uh, a glass of bad champagne right. is what right twelve bucks. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. why not? Yes. Um, but that any any time it is offered to me.
0: Of course. Yes.
1: Yes. I will take that. Amy, you're giving me something for free. Yes. Yeah. I will have it.
0: I really, I've spent, I gave my wife the gift. She loved the gift. And then I was like, now can we have an hour, hour and a half long conversation about the champagne and the thing and the way they treated me and spoke to me and thanked me and folded up the receipt. They folded up the receipt to give you. I'm just like, what is this? It's like just a crazy thing how rich people get treated. Um, And so when there's a guy that's worth $500 million and he's like, this is, Hey, I like to live this way. I go, yeah, I guess I get it. It's like, I totally get it. Yeah,
1: and you and his level, he's just trying to keep up with Jeffrey Bezos, right. and not being as rich as Jeffrey Bezos must make him feel bad. Well, yeah, so, right. you know, obviously, I shouldn't have health insurance yes. so that he can <laughs> do that. But
0: I, I like get that it. We've, I like that we've taken him off the hook. And yeah, in
1: this now we're like, you're a good guy, David Sadowsky. <laughs> I totally understand. The least hot, I would say, right. of all of them. Yeah, okay. The that's aggressively right. least hottest not good grammar but
0: true <laughs> we have to dive into our moment to decide whether jim abbott's 93 no hitter goes into the first bell hall of fame we have to go through our hall of fame credentials those are the categories by which we judge our moments the first credential as always analytics the numbers the stats behind this game it's a baseball episode so there's gonna be a lot of numbers here we go I've, I've sectioned them. Hopefully that makes it move faster. <laughs> the Yankees <laughs> at the time, the Yankees were second in the East at 76 and 60. The Indians were 65 and 70, 12 and a half games back from first. This was the second game of this Indians. By, uh, listen, I Guardians, but they were the Indians at the time. I they apologize were the Indians. if I'm saying Indians. Uh, it's just is what they were. Uh, the second game of this series, the night before – the game one of the series, Manny Ramirez, rookie Manny Ramirez, hit his first ever home run and then hit his second ever home run later in the game, eighth inning. So his first two home runs of his career, which he ended up having a absolutely fine and dandy career, uh, uh he's first two so just starting uh in this series so that's sort of uh, an interesting wrinkle here the yankees did win did win this game four to zero here's your first major league baseball stat major league baseball has recognized 322 no hitters since 1867 322 this is one of them that's pretty good one of 332 322 rather yeah. impressive uh here are some cleveland stats uh the indian stats the, uh, the guardian slash indian stats Kenny Lofton was the fifth leading hitter in the American League at the time. He was batting 320, 319. Rather, Carlos Baerga also batted 319. He had 20 home runs and 102 RBIs at the moment of this game, 38 RBIs in his last 40 games. He was fifth in RBIs. Uh, in the league tied for fifth uh, in rbis with juan gonzalez albert bell was hitting 298 had 34 home runs and 111 rbis i have here in my notes it says look up what he uh finished in mvp voting but i forgot to do that so we'll just assume okay. that he finished high very it was high. high i got to assume <laughs> manny Ram- and then in terms of the youth on the indians i already mentioned manny ramirez uh, washington heights is manny ramirez uh he had just started his wonderful career and another uh, very early uh, Indian, very young Indian, Jim Tomy. Yes. Batting 300 at the time. um uh, Amazing to think about those guys being, you know, the whatever they were, fifth and sixth hitters or sixth and seventh hitters, like the, down the line. And then they end up becoming, you know, Hall of Famers. I think both of them are in the Hall of Fame. Is Manny Ramirez in the Hall of Fame? He's going to be. I, I mean, I know that for certain. He's going to be. And I don't know about Jim Tomey either, but I, I think Jim Tomey is like on the uh, all time home run list. He's like sixth or seventh. He's like way high.
1: I think Jim Tomey definitely is. Manny Ramirez, it's like, is he going to be a steroid punished oh, one?
0: That's a fair question. I don't know. I uh, That's a great question. I don't know. It's a good question. It's, it's funny because I didn't really realize that Manny Ramirez was from Washington Heights. Like literally you can see it from the fucking Heights from the Yankee Stadium. But I've never thought of him as a New Yorker. He's always been like yeah. a Boston Red Sox guy or an Indians guy. Like I never thought of him as a New Yorker.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think of him. I mean, because I grew up loving Derek Cheater. I right. will not apologize. Right, right, right. So uh, he's very much a villain in my mind. Him and Pedro Martinez are yes. the meanest people in the world. As far as
0: <laughs> I think his personality is such that I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, well, but Manny Ramirez took steroids and PEDs and all that stuff, and they're like, yeah, but it's Manny. We're putting I him know. in the Hall of Fame. Like I think he's got that type of. Uh...
1: He did not make it this year either. I just googled. It's crazy. He should be in.
0: Should be it was in. the steroid era. Just put it's them fine. all in. It's fine. Give him a wing. Yes. It is what it is. It's not like, you know, it's the, it's the, uh, uh, Uh. like, um, you, you're not going to put an asterisk on LeBron James scoring title because they didn't have a three point line when Bob fucking Koozie played. You know what I mean? right. Like he was bob Cousy wasn't gonna start pouring in fucking shots from from deep it wasn't gonna happen anyways like it's fine shit it's changes fine. all the time it's also
1: i i don't know at this point it must have been like a decade ago that i went to the hall of fame but pete rose is everywhere right. in there
0: i'm just sure just put him in just put just him in, put him in. <laughs> Here's some stats about this 1993 season. Four no hitters were taken into the ninth inning, including one by our uh, Allison, our beloved Randy Johnson. Yes, uh, Chris Bosio is the only one who uh, completed the 93 no hitter before Jim Abbott did it. Uh, Jim stats. Here's some Jim Abbott stats. Jim Abbott was first picked 98, or pardon, 88 major league draft. Uh, he was also the first baseball player to win the James E Sullivan Award for best amateur athlete in the country. The other winners of that award: Carl Lewis, Michael Phelps, Peyton Manning. He earlier this same season he went seven and a third no hitter, broken up by um, patron saint of the first ballot Hall of Fame, Bo Jackson. So this was clearly, you know, maybe top of his career in terms of uh, Jim Abbott's uh, entire career. Ninety-three, the last start for Jim Abbott before this no hitter. Was also against the Cleveland Indians, now Guardians, uh, yes. six days prior. Game finishes, I think he gets out in the third inning. Uh, yes. Ends up being a no decision. No, fourth he got inning. Rock. No decision. Rock. Seven <laughs> runs on 10 hits. Three and two thirds innings. Abbott uh, had lost three of his last six games. Buck Showalter said that Abbott got pulled from this game, left the stadium in shorts yes. and running shoes, ran around Cleveland for a couple hours and came back dripping with sweat because he was like mentally destroyed by how bad he was in the game just before the six days prior against the exact same team.
1: I was going to say that same thing. I listened to a podcast where he talked about leaving while the game was still going and literally running away. A man. <laughs> <laughs> out of the stadium it's crazy
0: ran away from his problems
1: ran away while his team continued to play it's Re- resonates crazy. with
0: me that's the type of thing i do they call that the <laughs> old Neil.
1: Yeah, I just uh, wouldn't have come back. I, for that's sure. The thing, like, why did he loop just back around?
0: Running, just keep going. Forrest Gump, that thing. Uh, <laughs> this was the 27th start of Jim's season. He was 9 11 on the season at this point, 4.31 ERA. Uh, he had a terrible August. The game broadcast put up a Jim Abbott picture, and the fucking title was Awful August. He was 1 in, 3 in August, 5.18 ERA. Uh, in this game, through 119 pitches. Yielded 15 ground outs, seven flyouts. No Indian got past first base. He did have five walks. Two of those walks were to start the inning, including the first inning although immediately the Indians behind him turned two uh, double plays to sort of uh, get them out of the jam. Three strikeouts in total, five full counts. I'm literally going through, I watched the whole game, I'm like counting how many times batters he went to full counts on, thinking like, that's interesting. I'm writing these things down, and I have my little note in my doc is like, why am I doing this? No one in there, no one would ever fact check this stat. (laughs) I don't think it really adds anything to the moment, but I was like, maybe there's like, 12 or 15 full counts in this game because they were like a bunch early and i was like this is gonna be a fantastic stat and i'm watching every fucking batter counting full counts i'm like wait i gotta go back and watch this guy was that full count or was it two and two and i don't know there's only five of them i did that research i it doesn't amount to anything i hope somebody appreciates it (laughs) colossal waste of my time whatever
1: i think it's so fun to keep stats during a game
0: I think with like, do you do it with like the scorebook and the whole thing?
1: Not anymore, but I done it before. So, yeah,
0: And you it's know how soon. it all works and like the yeah, you know, yeah. amazing, who taught you that?
1: And I did it in high school for our, um,
0: for the for high school freshman
1: team. team. Yeah. Right. I don't know why in retro. It's funny <laughs> the things you do when you're young and aren't paid for. Or was right. like, why did I agree to that? You
0: just want to feel a part of something.
1: I just wanted to be a part of it. That's right. <laughs> Right. I don't know why I did it.
0: You were part of what you guys were the, I'm going to assume, assume you guys were the Eagles and you were an Eagle. You were part, you were an Eagle. You were part of the school community and you joined, you joined the team in your way you joined that team.
1: Yeah. We were the uh, Rancho Cucamonga Cougars actually. But before that uh, elementary school, junior high, we were the Indians.
0: Okay. Okay. Good. good. <laughs>
1: I'm assuming good. has been changed.
0: It's- it's good to know that that sort of yeah, oh, just everywhere, um first and only no uh hitter in his career for for Jim Abbott he was twenty five years old at the time, uh, the Yankees as a team in this game, four runs, most of them happened in one inning Randy Velarde, great baseball name, hit a solo shot as an sort of an insurance run. It made me start going. Does the fact that the Yankee hitters didn't do very well mean that Jim got to come back on the hill quicker, which allowed him to stay in the zone, which takes away from how impressive the no-hitter is? Your thoughts?
1: Ooh, interesting question Um, that I absolutely cannot answer. I did (laughs) Did that make him... I mean obviously you want to get back out there quickly. Right. As a non-athlete myself, I have no idea how right, much right, that right. matters. Right, right. But I did listen to a an interview with him where he talked about what he would do in between mm-hmm. innings and he would clean sunflower seeds off the ground. Look at that. Disgusting, but also nice.
0: Uh, something to occupy his mind, I presume. Yes. Yeah. So
1: I guess he like he had a good thing going. But I, you know, he didn't get the he didn't get the dugout as tidy.
0: If you if you rank no hitters, and for all intents and purposes, that's what we're doing with this podcast. I'm not yeah. putting in all 322 no hitters into this uh, Hall of Fame. I'm not going to do it. They're not, they don't all matter. Some of them do not matter. So which ones matter? That means we've got to rank them. And if you're ranking them, I would say a game that was maybe the, the, your team scores 10, 12 runs and you know, hit them. So you're taking long breaks before you're going back out there to me, that would, that would be more impressive.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think every, the fact that he was destroyed by this team six days earlier is pretty crazy.
0: Uh, the, and then the last stat that I want to mention is that Jim is the, actually I saw now is the second pitcher in the history of baseball to only have one hand.
1: Yes. Cause, uh, who was the other one? He only played for a year, right? Yes. Um, I have his name. I really somewhere. appreciate Pete that. Gray. Look at that. I know. Look at you. I know. In 1945, one Unbelievable. season.
0: Unbelievable. You're not just funny. You're not just a charismatic guest, you're also doing the research gotta know. That I definitely should have done. No,
1: I gotta
0: know. Pete Gray, that's exactly right. Um, uh, the, the last thing I wanted to say about stats I was looking through the list of no hitters and I saw Domingo Herman, the Yankee, Domingo Herman's uh, quote unquote no hitter this past season, which was also happened to be a perfect game, mm-hmm. but. Because it's a perfect game, it's also a no hitter. So it's listed. The Major League Baseball recognizes that perfect game as one of their no hitters, right? That makes sense. You're with me? Yes. So why is it? Here's my idea. I'm trying I'm going to revolutionize baseball. That's what Neil and the first ballot podcast are all about. Revolutionizing <laughs> sport. Yes. Is a home run then also not a triple and a double and a single? And if you hit a double, is it also not a single? What is a single? What is counted as a single? Do I hit the ball and then get to first base? Is that a single? Yes. Yes. If I hit the ball and it goes into the gap and I get to first base and then I also get to second base, congratulations, it's a double. But does that take away the significance of me also getting to first?
1: (laughs) No, not at all. And I think you're right. And I think players would love that. They'd massive love it. Boost massive boost. Stats.
0: I'm going to change baseball history with yeah. this podcast and with this idea. It's the type of thing I uh, specialize in. Yeah. Changing the world and the way everyone sees it. Yeah. And I think I'm standing on rock solid ground. Bedrock. Absolutely.
1: If nothing, I mean, a, a perfect game should not also be called a no hitter it's obviously a no hitter right it's like a it's a it's the square a square is a rectangle but a rectangle is not a square
0: thing right right I listen I don't you can you got to do one thing or the other you either have to stop calling Domingo Herman's perfect game a no hitter or a, a double is also a single yes I demand that
1: absolutely I am you're absolutely right I
0: appreciate that I appreciate that sort of support. I'd also make you a great <laughs> guest that you blindly uh, support. Of course, messages. I'll follow
1: you anywhere. It yeah, means
0: a lot. It really does. It a lot. <laughs> uh, we've got to move on. I, I'd love to linger on that. I'd love to. Really hammer it home.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's crazy.
0: <laughs> How dare you get both? <laughs> I no no. I I, I want to be clear. I'm okay with it being both because yeah. when I see a double, I go, well, he also got to first. Like the, There's something about the black and white part of my brain that I go, I get this. So I get that. Dem- dem- yeah. I get that. I get what you've done. So yeah. I give my guy, uh, the, give Randy Velarde a triple and a double. He hit for the cycle. Yes. He, by hitting that solo shot, he also hit for the cycle in this game. Yeah. That's what I'm demanding.
1: <laughs> I think that's right.
0: Okay. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Uh, the next credential is the eye test. What did we see in this moment as you watched uh, some of the highlights of this? Did you see anything in this highlight package that makes this moment special and might put it into the first Bell Hall thing
1: Yeah, he has one
0: hand. <laughs> yeah! oh, wait, hold on. He has on. one hand. <laughs> wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I want to, uh, hold on. I need to, for a second, I need I need to for a second say that that is what this show is. (laughs) And I appreciate you saying it because it's true. What you just said is true. And it is the very first thing you notice as you watch this.
1: Yeah. And like there have been hundreds of other no hitters. There's been one by one guy with one hand. That's right. And also on his, on his (laughs) baseball reference, uh, (laughs) on his page it says <laughs> i also just want to say i didn't really know anything about jim abbott right. before this game uh-huh. i or before this podcast is I that knew true? He, yeah i knew mm-hmm. he, uh, it uh, i would never say this but a tasteless person would say you could count the things oh, that my. i knew about jim abbott on one hand i didn't know that much about him so much. but he is like a wonderful person yeah, i wonderful. listened to a bunch yeah, of podcasts yeah. i read some of his book like he seems Lovely, very
0: lovely. Sweet.
1: Um, if, uh, but one of the things that I did think was funny from his baseball reference page yeah. was uh, he bats left, he <laughs> throws left. And, and then for fields, it says left
0: as well. <laughs> like that, I've never seen that. <laughs> never seen that. Listen, I, I just want to be clear that that's what the show is. I I produced this episode. I asked Allison to come on to talk about this moment because I knew she had the guts. To recognize and see with her eyes during the eye test the very important things. And to notice that he has one hand is the truth. That's what this show is. That's what makes this special. And I appreciate you you being the first one to step forward and say that. Yeah. We are going to probably continue to say things like that. I will probably uh, have a borderline hysterical reaction the way I did when you uh, noted that he had one hand. Yeah. And I apologize if there's anyone that's disabled that thinks I'm making light of it. I'm not. I no. am just appreciating that he did it and that it's very factually true. He yes. he did he does have one hand and that does make this crazy and special.
1: Everything like he the fact that he came back from getting beaten up by this team the mm-hmm. game before, yes. the fact that he threw a no-hitter with one hand like everything about i where is the movie yeah is there there's not there's not there should be he is an amazing athlete he was a very good pitcher like and he threw a no hitter with one hand that's unbelievable the the, watching him switch his glove Mm -hmm. like his whole pitching motion Mm -hmm. is unreal it's crazy yeah and he was born without a hand. And just with having a, uh, not to brag, uh, not, I'm dating a professional athlete. I said it the last time I was on the podcast. I'll say it the next time I'm on the podcast. Um, all like, he talks about his dad working with him on yeah, that. And yeah. it's like, your dad loved you, like, loved baseball enough to, you're going to play the sport. Yeah. You're going to do it. Yep. Every professional athlete. I'm like, well, your dad really loves baseball.
0: Yeah. yeah. Right. Yes.
1: <laughs> like they, your dad loves this sport, right. whatever that's you're playing you got here. Yes. That yeah. is why you're here. Yeah, you're
0: 100. Right. That's very funny. <laughs> and it's gotta be immutably like a hundred percent true.
1: And he, yeah. And he talks about his dad working with him on how to switch his glove and, you know, It's amazing. It's
0: so I I like baseball. I enjoy baseball, but I really enjoy baseball because it's so much fun to go to a baseball game and then to just talk to whoever you're with. Yes. And then sometimes you can check in on these world-class athletes and then you can, sometimes you can eat a hot dog and then sometimes you can tell a story to whoever you're with. And it's so lovely and the weather's beautiful and there's baseball hats and 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 the ice cream and the helmet, the whole thing is just a lovely experience. So that's what I really love about baseball. I knew Jim Abbott had a uh, only had one hand, and I knew that he had thrown a no hitter. And as I'm researching for this, you find comments on Reddit, on Twitter, on, you know, whatever social platform where people go, holy shit, this, who is this dude? This happened. And it makes me go, that's so wild to think about someone not knowing Jim Abbott and then finding out that a dude with one hand threw a no hitter. It's fucking mind blowing. It's unbelievable. I knew, I knew those things about Jim Abbott. I knew he threw a no hitter, but I did not ever think. And I'm like, I know that he threw the ball. But it never occurred to me, and I knew that he stuck his hand in his, I knew he rested the glove on his uh, handless arm, and yeah. then stuck his other hand into it so that he could use the glove, but it, once he had it in his glove, it never occurred to me, how do you then throw the ball from your glove to one of the bases? I don't know. <laughs> it, it's, and it's like, there's footage, we'll put it in our social, there's footage of how he would do the transfer, and it's like art. You can't believe yeah. it's real.
1: yeah. Because his dad loves baseball. His
0: dad loved <laughs> baseball. Loved That's
1: him. why he yeah, can do it.
0: You're absolutely right.
1: <laughs> it's a am- it it's incredible to watch. He is phenomenal, and yeah. the like.
0: It's amazing, and you he
1: just he's obviously done it a billion times yeah. by the time you're seeing it yeah. in that game, yes. but
0: still, no no less impressive when you when you no. consider it. It's really really wild to think about. Uh, the the you know we touched on how he got shelled the game before this against the same team. And first first pitch against Kenny Lofton of the game goes all the way to the backstop. Damn wild pitch, all the way to the backstop. He ends up walking the first batter, Kenny Lofton, uh, and then somehow gets it together. We're talking about the transfer, getting the ball from the glove to the thing. First batter of the ninth inning, Kenny Lofton again, p- throws the ball, pitches it. <laughs> Kenny Lofton hits the ball with his baseball bat as the ball as Kenny Lofton makes contact with his wooden baseball bat Jim I frame by frame this I watched it's it rude film yes. this whole thing thank you
1: for specifying that the bat was wood yeah
0: I appreciate it it's it's this is the type of details that make people love the show he just as the ball hits the the wood of the baseball bat Jim Abbott's hand is just getting to the glove I'm frame by framed it his hand is just the ball has been hit it's it's being hit it's in the process of being hit. It's hit wood. His hands not even in the glove. Mm-mm. I just can't see a scenario where that would ma- that, that 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 issue wouldn't make him a worse fielder. And the right. ball ends up chopping and bouncing way over Jim's head, and he he tries to make a play on, it and he does not get it. And. I think the ball was likely too high for him to ever have made the play. But I think if he's got a second hand and he does not have to switch from handless arm to hand, he probably is closer to making a play. And even though uh, Mike Iego makes the play behind him, it just in that moment, as I'm watching that play, I'm going, I cannot believe this man has to do this and has had yeah. to do this his entire life.
1: Yeah. And I I honestly I just think every pitcher is bad at fielding and so I don't think it's that big of a deterrent. The the
0: the the uh, the last thing I want to reference and this m- maybe this is going to sound like a joke, but I don't mean it as a joke. It's another thing that made me realize what this man has has had to go through in like a small way the team mobs him he throws a no hitter he completes the no hitter the team mobs him yeah and what do you do after your team mobs you you start you start high-fiving
1: <laughs>
0: but he's you you're watching the video is him doing it's the same you notice it's unnatural because yeah. he's not he's not alternating yeah it's all left-hand high-fives and the same motion and it's like he's like a toy and the th- it's just like over and over and over and over again with the left hand. And it just made me, as he's just all solid left hand high fives, it makes me go, yeah, right. Yeah, because you're not high fiving with your handless arm. Right. <laughs> it just is like you're like, you, you I, and I, and now I want everybody to listen to this. I want you to look at your hands. Allison, I want you to look at your hands right now. You've got, look at them. You've got two beautiful utilitarian hands that do countless things every day of your life and you don't appreciate them. And when you watch a man left hand high five, solo left hand high fives after no hitter in that moment, I realized, holy shit, man. How lucky am I that I got both of these mitts?
1: Yeah. And that hand just did a lot of work.
0: Yeah. A ton of work. It's the ear test. We got to move on. The next credential ear test. What did we hear in this moment? Tony Kubek, Dwayne Stats, and Al Troutwig on the call. Al Troutwig. Yeah. <laughs> great great name. Uh, the crowd really starts to pop at the end of the sixth. That's what I was listening to. I was like, when does the, when does like the no hitter thing become real? Like when do people yeah. start like buying into this end of the sixth, It gets legit during the seventh inning. There's certifiable heat in this crowd. Here is Wade Boggs uh, makes a whale of a play during the seventh inning. Let's listen to it together. The one, two ground ball, cut off by Boggs and the throw to first, got him, Wade Boggs to his left. He cut in front of Villardi and made quite a play
1: for the second out here in the seventh inning and the fans are on
0: their feet for this play if that ball gets by wade boxes webbing no way that randy's gonna throw him out my favorite thing about baseball is like during playoff baseball that literally every pitch matters the whole game starts shifting on like individual pitches and when you're in a no hitter you can go hey that ball gets by that dude that piece of leather on that dude's hand And there's no way that this, like it all, in a no-hitter, every little thing matters. And you can start to get specific. And I love that part of this call.
1: I, yeah.
0: (laughs) Hey, um, great guest, Allison. (laughs) I've I've gone out of my way to compliment you. And that's exactly the type of support that we wanted and why we brought you on the show. No, no, say no more, (laughs) Allison, because that's what I wanted you to do. Mm
1: I agree. Uh, I, <laughs> I was just thinking about the very bad Kevin Costner vehicle for the love of the game. Right. When they when John C. Riley comes out, they're like in the seventh or eighth, and yeah. he's throwing a perfect game, yeah. which is also a no-hitter. Yes. Uh, and he's like, we're going to be perfect for you right now. Like just this idea that, you know, everybody is yes. playing at their best. Yes. Everybody like it really does become And baseball does not. It feels like the most individual yes. team sport. Yes. But I feel like when it's a big event like this, they really like you want to be I mean, you always want your team to win, I'm sure. But like it's something it, that you're part of this huge thing. And like, you are going to play your best baseball.
0: Now that is a perfect ad. That's exactly why we did have you. One. That's perfect <laughs> to go from stunned silence. From. Mm-hmm. To something that thought out and well said. That's exactly why we have you. Thank you for adding that. Oh. Um, the The crowd is starting to hang on every single thing that happens. This next clip, you've got Jim Abbott getting ready gearing up throwing a pitch and then it's a ball listen to the crowd after he throws the ball and this crowd with each out more and more into the moment the one two wide two balls two strikes The deflation of the crowd as he throws the ball, it's, it's that type of like immediate reaction from the crowd that really ramps up the excitement during something like a no hitter. It's also Mm -hmm. the thing that makes me go. I, as I'm watching, like, I know what happens. I know that Jim Abbott throws a no hitter. And as I'm watching it, I'm like, oof, like, that's a tough pitch to miss it makes me realize that if I were performing in front of them and I do not perform live, I'll never perform live. If I were ever to perform live in front of someone and they reacted like if a joke didn't play well, I'd want to die. Yeah.
1: I think a lot during, uh, like NBA playoffs, mm. like having to hit an important
0: free, free throw, throw. Yes. I
1: would quit. Oh I would gosh. quit. I would leave. <laughs> like I am just not a competitor in that way. Like, and 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 throwing a pitch that misses and yes. then just like having to recover within yes. seconds and right. do it again
0: absolutely i'm just absolutely not built for it and you throw you throw a lot of pitches that miss but you don't throw a lot of pitches that miss where twenty seven thousand people go yes oh
1: and everybody knows what's on the line yes. you it's know too
0: much it it's makes too me much. go i don't want to do this i don't want to do this no.
1: your teammates stopped speaking to you
0: like yeah. an hour ago
1: right. yes like all of that this stuff, isn't you're just fun alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: This game, that, this game that my dad loves so much, it's not <laughs> yeah, fun my anymore. My dad made me
1: play for <laughs> hours, and hours every day. <laughs> oh, he's gonna be so mad at me if I fuck
0: this up. Here's top of the ninth inning. Again, I mentioned Kenny Lofton's the first at uh, first batter. Let's listen to the first pitch to Kenny Lofton. Top of the ninth again. He's no hit through eight. Kenny Lofton at bat. Kenny Lofton
1: leads off the ninth for the Indians and he bunts foul the fans don't
0: like that. I love I love unwritten baseball rules. I think there should be more to them, of them. Mm-hmm. I think the league should lean into them. I think people should watch the game mystified and go, why the fuck did that just happen? And some the, someone that knows baseball goes, unwritten rule. And you yeah. all go, oh, shit, am I going to learn about this thing and deepen my appreciation for the sport, or am I going to pull out? I want yeah. the diehards. I like that someone at some point goes, you cannot bunt, try to bunt to ruin yes. a, a no-hitter, your thoughts.
1: I agree. I mean, I'm all for the, you know, not racist lore of baseball, anything yes, that right. isn't, yes, uh, right, right. that isn't deeply racist, which, you know, is tough. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, is love, tough. I, <laughs> I love, I uh, love throwing it guys. Yeah. I love because of something that happened last yes. season. Yes. I love it I do too. I love if you're too if you're crowning that plate, I'm going to <laughs> try to you kill back. you with baseball. I love it. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. um just I, even with like the we stop talking to you in the sixth. Yes. If you have a, a perfect or no hitter going like I love it. All of that stuff yes. I think is so fun. It's what makes the game so how fun. about when a
0: rookie hits his first home run and no one will high five him?
1: It's so funny. It's the best. I mean, anything you
0: do to rookies, yes. I think it's funny. It's the best. Because <laughs> it's like they're not humans. It's the best. Do whatever yes. you want. And then also, in terms of the um, revealing something about yourself, like tipping your hand a little bit, I see him bunt, and I go, if I was Kenny Lofton, or if I was an Indian player, yeah, right, I would kind of go, hey, fucking, that was that's really funny that you tried to do that. Like, yeah. I, I would appreciate it. I'd be like, fuck them and their little fucking no-hitter. Screw yeah. them, yeah. Maybe that says something um, about me, but I, I I sort of appreciated that he did, it. and then I appreciate that the Bronx that the Bronx tried to almost lit a fire in in protest of him being an asshole and trying to bunt. I, I love the whole thing. the The only almost perfect game I ever watched, like
1: just sat down to watch it, it was like an ESPN Sunday Night game or something. Yeah. Mike Messina at the Red Sox. Mm. And he took a perfect game into the ninth and then Carl Everett hit like a single and just the joy that erupted
0: from the Red Sox fans. Yes. Yes. And
1: just like you would, it's like Carl had just won the world series. Just like, I don't care that we're going to lose this game. Uh I, you know, I ruined your little special thing. I wish like you were not going to throw a perfect game here. Uh,
0: I'm honestly, I'm devastated because I did not know that moment. I want to go find the clip and yes. I, I almost wish you hadn't brought it up because that's another That's the third Allison Agosti episode of this podcast. I'll, I'll
1: definitely do it.
0: Oh my God. It sounds like but so much fun.
1: I mean, cause as a, you know, as a Yankee fan who didn't know that I, don't like the Yankees yeah, yeah. as a teen. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I was devastated for Mike Messina because yeah. in my mind, I'm like, he's so nice. He right. does crosswords. Yeah. He's like a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> Let him throw a perfect game.
0: Yeah. That's great. Uh, I love that. Yeah. Really. That's fantastic. Yeah, great. Uh, here is the last out. Carlos Baerga at the plate. Jim Abbott, eight and two-thirds innings through, last pitch to Carlos Baerga. And the ground
1: ball is short. Bellardi. He did it. He did it. No hitter for Jim Abbott. Jim Abbott throws a no-hitter. And shuts out the Cleveland Indians. Four to nothing.
0: Fantastic. Good call. Nice job
1: by Don Mattingly, right? He caught the last
0: out. Don Don Mattingly, first baseman. That's right. catches the last catches that uh, uh, that yeah. that ball over from Randy Velarde. And if you notice, there at the very end of the clip, if you listen again, let's play it here, Rob. There's a little. They start over the Yankee Stadium PA system. They start playing "Twisted Sister." We're not going to take it. How about that?
1: Oh, yeah. why? I don't
0: know i don't know Just, that's, okay it's it's in my head it's jim's it's jim's it's not his favorite song but he once told the yankees my entire life people have made fun of the fact that i only have one hand and i want people to know that i'm not going to take it anymore and and we as a team are not going to take it anymore so if i ever do something big please play twisted sisters and we're not going to take oh anymore. wow yeah um I'm filling in a little bit of blanks there, but I—I I mean, it makes—it makes some logical. He requested it.
1: I would love to be in that position where it's like these are the songs I want played if I do something incredible. Yes. Oh
0: my god, It'd be amazing! <laughs> can you imagine? Um, can you imagine then doing the the incredible thing and then you hear that music? You yeah. Yeah,
1: in Yankee Stadium, hearing Twisted Sister feels.
0: After you thrown a, a one-handed no-hitter, fucking a. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Fucking a. Yeah. <laughs> Not to keep citing the one podcast I listened to with Jim Abbott, but he did say, because he's just seems like the sweetest yeah, man, totally. but he was just like, they asked how it felt after he did it. Like, yeah. what did he feel right yeah. after? And he was like, I like, I wish everyone could feel like oh, this. That's,
0: isn't that lovely?
1: That's so nice. That's so and just, nice. and my first thought was like, like, fucking never will. <laughs> <laughs> I will never feel that. <laughs>
0: I don't think that's the case. I think everything's going to work out for (laughs) us.
1: I'm not going to pitch a no hitter in Yankee Stadium ever.
0: Don't say that. (laughs) Uh, You, you, you. you I was thinking about all the things I saw with Jim Abbott. In God-fearing guy. Which yes. then brings me back to the movie idea that you brought up. By the way, that's what we should do. We should do the Jim Abbott no hitter movie. <laughs> do the Jim and Abbott and movie, Allison and people be like, "Why would you guys do it?" And be like, "Listen to this podcast." Just shut we up and listen. Talk about the Scandavol, and then we talk about <laughs> the pitch. Uh, but the I thought about the Kurt Warner movie. Kurt Warner got a move, God-fearing God fearing yes. God Like that's an interesting wrinkle Kurt Kurt's story. Uh, and but then he worked at a grocery store.
1: Yeah, and he had that horrible wife.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember his awful wife. And they gave him a movie. My guy's God-fearing has got one hand. Like, this dude oh. just fucking packed fucking potato chips at a grocery store and you gave him a movie. The Christian, like, the Christian movie world is a different thing
1: yeah, it feels a same. little like you made a hallmark christmas movie sure. if For it's sure. like this is about jesus you can maybe get that funding <laughs> that's what
0: i'm saying we've got that angle we can use that we can do
1: that we can do that
0: the next credential is our test of time this is when we compare this moment against other moments like it we're gonna get a little dicey in here again i'm not making jokes i'm just gonna you no. know i'm gonna like go through some of these things so you think about other great no hitters and i mean there's a lot of no hitters to compare this against the one that i end up landing on because I like looked at like a list of like amazing no hitters, and like the number one thing on the thing is the Doc Ellis no hitter. Yeah. Do you know what happened with Doc Ellis?
1: Um, wasn't he? Didn't they have to like find him that morning? <laughs> yeah, because he was he, he was, was high.
0: high on LSD, like he was out of his mind on LSD, and then threw a no hitter. And I same thing not-
1: with Don Larson and also a Yankee. Uh, he was hungover. The his perfect game in the World Series. He was like,
0: I was so hungover, miserable. And see, we don't. What I don't want us to do, either one of us, is to get caught in the trap of comparing this man being born without a hand and then right. going, that's like taking LSD, yes, <laughs> or being hungover.
1: No, because with that we're not saying we're that. Not saying that no. he did have a huge. Obstacle working against him. Um, obviously far more admirable than having to be found high on drugs. Um, I would also throw in there uh, David Wells, uh, perfect game because he's hammered as well, right? But I'm sure. And but also just like just I, how are you a professional athlete? Right, right.
0: right,
1: right, right. (laughs) Someone where I'm like what.
0: I think uh, the story with Wells is that he was at the SNL after party.
1: Yes, he was also hungover. Fantastic,
0: fantastic. Again, not the same thing as having one hand, but an no. obstacle that they an a obstacle. challenge for uh, during this no hitter that they persevered through. Yes. So that's th- that's the Doc Ellis, David Wells, uh, Don Wilson. Right. Those are the no hitters to compare it to. St- I think it stacks up favorably. Here other um, athletes, Tom Dempsey, had no toes on his foot and kicked a 63-yard field goal in an NFL game that stood as like the longest field goal for years and years and years, 63 yards, no toes on his feet. Had like a – I mean, I don't know that you call that club foot, but his shoe was not (laughs) (laughs) –
1: This is going to be an episode where I'm like, "Am I canceled for
0: just all of this?" <laughs> his shoe—I don't even know why I laughed. It's this isn't funny. His shoe—no toes was, is funny. His
1: shoe—that's no, right. <laughs> no toes is a funny thing. <laughs> no,
0: wait, no, no, I don't agree with that. I don't agree that with that. No toes like, is no, funny. no, no, no. No toes is not funny. <laughs> It's not funny. I, I think I will say this. I think you wearing a shoe. That's not like my shoe. I do think that's funny. I do think that's funny. If you have no toes and you get a shoe that is not like my shoe, I do think it's not the same shape as my shoe, which everyone knows what shoes look like, but your shoe does not look like my shoe. I do think that's funny. But not, okay. but having to have a, a shoe that doesn't look like my shoe because you don't have toes—that to me is not funny. Okay, I disagree with Allison there. I just want to say that uh, out loud. Okay. Anyways, that guy kicked a long field goal, and I think that's impressive.
1: That's impressive. <laughs> Kicking a – even if you do have toes,
0: right. kicking yes. a really long field goal. Yeah. Agreed.
1: Very yeah. impressive. Another thing, yeah. everyone's watching you. The That's pressure's right. on. Absolutely not. That's I would right.
0: quit. Yeah, I same. I would quit right away. <laughs> we're back on the same page. We were split there for a second on the no-toe thing, but we're back. Yes. The okay. Yeah. Uh, the, the Hansel Emanuel, he is playing college basketball now, a, a viral sensation, the kid with one arm dunking basketball, play super hard. Even it's honestly, it's a, it's a, it's it's enough to make you believe in God watching that kid play basketball. It really is fascinating. It's amazing. Yeah. And he deserves all the joy his heart can hold. Uh, and then the last one I want to mention to in terms of the test time comparing this moment, Bethany Hamilton. That's the lady that the, the 13 year old girl that had her arm bitten off by a shark when she was surfing. You know, that story. Yes. She got, she has her goddamn arm bitten off by a tiger shark. Not to make not to make animal accidents with Alice and a thing that we do on the show. But we're talking about a teenage girl. Yeah. On a surfboard, in the thing she loves. She's in the safe space that she loves. Only a tiger shark. That's like the shark that when you're a kid and you're like, what's your favorite shark? You go tiger shark because that's fucking yeah. way cooler than just a shark shark. Yes. Two you- killers together together as one a tiger shark bites her entire arm off do you hear what i'm saying as a child she's a 13 year old girl entire arm off off goes to the hospital weeks later she starts surfing again and nine months later in Oct- October 2003, arm bitten off. July of 2004, she's in the surfing national championships. She finishes fifth, fifth, and a year later, she places first in 2005. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to take this away from Jim Abbott. All I'm saying is, is there was a teenage girl, a f- a fragile teenage girl who should have, by all accounts, had her arm bitten off and went. I hate sharks, and I super hate tiger sharks, and I'm yeah. legitimately never swimming or surfing ever again. Absolutely not.
1: I would dedicate my life to polluting the ocean. <laughs> There's just no planet where I would get right back on a surfboard. It's crazy. It's unbelievable, and also just fighting one off, I guarantee I would have just let it kill me. You're right. <laughs> I would. I just don't. I've You'd never have been into that. I've like never been in a position where right. my life's in danger, right. but like fight or flight, I'm just, I just guarantee <laughs> that I'm uh will my own death. Right. Like I'm the third option of just quit. like just uh, quitting. Yeah. I would just quit. Yeah.
0: Fight or flight or quit. I get it. Or quit. I'm, uh, I'm I, I want to go back to the polluting. It is. It's like, you're just like, you're going out of your way. You yeah. buy a Jeep Wrangler so that you yes. can toss Dasani water bottles into the yes. ocean from the road.
1: Every, uh, I'm buying, I mean, I don't even think you can get sodas like this anymore with the rings. Like that's right. all I'm yeah. buying. <laughs> just throwing them right into the water. <laughs> it.
0: Because you're, you're looking to get back at this tiger shark. Yeah.
1: Punishing the entire ocean, not yeah. just tiger right. sharks, but I'm
0: going to get someone you love. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm going to hurt you. I'm going to hurt your yeah. environment. Yeah. yeah. To the best of my knowledge, Jim Abbott has never been attacked by a, a, like apex predator right. in its environment. That's right. So that's right. He he doesn't have that. That's
0: for sure. For sure. We got to move on. It's the next credentials, burning questions. These are some burning questions. The answer to these questions might uh, give us some clarity, whether this moment goes into the first bell hall of
1: fame. Here's
0: the question. Jim Abbott throws left-handed. Was he born left-handed or. (laughs) Was he born left-handed or do you. Like, was he born left hand? Do you know what I'm saying? I haven't finished yeah. the question, but like, you're—they're you're like—he's like you're left-handed.
1: Yeah, I mean, he was born with one hand, so I would say yes, he was born left-handed. But, <laughs> but
0: wait, but wait, hold on. What percentage of people are born left-handed in this country? I meant to look that up. I didn't do it. I'm going to do it right. Is it, now.
1: It's uh, isn't it like in the ten? Oh gosh, is it ten percentage?
0: Let's look. It is 10%. Fantastic. I cannot
1: believe I world
0: class guest Allison Agosti pulls that stat out of nowhere. 10%. 10%. So let's let's be clear. The 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 it is far, far more likely that Jim Abbott was born right handed, that he is to this day right handed, but had to learn and become a left hander. Is that not true? I think that's probably true. It's statistically true. Yes. And then isn't it more impressive? Because he didn't just throw a no-hitter with one hand and his left hand. He threw a no-hitter with his one hand, and it wasn't the hand he was born to throw with. Potentially, yeah. Statistically, probably the case, right? Statistically, yes. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Also impressive. Something to think about. That's something, something to think, to think about. about. Yeah. Something to think about. Uh, the Here's the negative burning question. He doesn't have to make a play on the ball. I mean, he he does on that Kenny Lofton chopper, but he doesn't get to it. He never right. has to field a grounder. Does that, listen, if he fields a grounder, we're not, well, nobody's debating this. We're not even having this episode. Right. It's already in the first Bell Hall of Fame, it's by first episode. Yes. But he doesn't make a play on that ball. Does that hurt th- this moment at all for you?
1: I don't think so. I think all pitchers are uh, pretty mediocre fielders or worse. Uh, he, I mean, they have to stop pointing up at the air. Right. I, <laughs> I cannot believe that that is still going on, that <laughs> you should be fined for it. Um, so I don't think that hurts him. I think a lot of other pitchers also wouldn't have
0: made that play i uh saw I, I thought the same thing you did that he my, and he must have been a bad fielder I, I had to have been how, how could he not have been a bad fielder yeah and to your point most pitchers they got to be bad fielders. I looked it up how it was Jim Abbott as a fielder he Good, had okay. two full seasons in which he did not commit a single error yeah his fielding percentage was 976 against the league average of 956. Yeah, he was actually a better fielder than most people that played baseball.
1: Yeah, I think it's something that like he really Fucking focused what on. He's amazing. Crazy. The only pitcher that I've ever been like, damn, he's really good in the field, is Mike Hampton. Do you remember him? He, Left-hander? I remember him on the Rockies, yes. and he was just like so little, and little. he was just like in position. Right. He was, but the, other than that, I can't really think of somebody where I've been impressed with their fielding.
0: I do remember Mike Hampton. He was like a little squatty. He's like a little, little guy. Yes. Down low to the earth. Good for him. Yeah. Mike Hampton. Um, the next potential <laughs> Twitter fingers. Any great tweets about this moment? This happened in 1993. Twitter didn't, oh, didn't exist. Yeah. Thank God. Uh, but the, the, don't you think
1: there are probably tweets of people discovering 100%, that they're. Yeah. hundred
0: yeah. percent. And people, they can't believe it. There's like this fucking. So one-handed,
1: is yeah. You think like, yeah. oh, it was during the great depression or right. something. Yes. Like yes. you don't.
0: Uh, the, the tweet I did want to bring up, I scoured for this tweet and I eventually found it. I had it in my likes. Um, father's day tweet from Jim Abbott says, quote, to my dad who wanted me to believe that I was up to the challenge. Happy father's day. Yeah. I mean,
1: (laughs) as we've said, (laughs) his dad made him a baseball player, made him (laughs) every dad every professional baseball player's dad made them
0: you're making it a joke but i want to read this again to my dad who wanted me to believe that i was up to the challenge that it what a sentence that is a banger sentence, and it just makes me want it makes me want to say for a moment jim abbott's parents and i didn't know this i found this in research his parents were teenagers in 1967 when when they had jim yeah teenagers yeah. So let's reverse engineer this. You've got a guy that has thrown one of the 322 no hitters that have in the hundreds of years of baseball history. Then you you march back and you go he's a professional baseball player. How many dudes that have ever existed want to play professional baseball and and then you go he, but, but this guy's only got one hand. How, how many guys have ever played how many guys that have ever existed on this planet? that have only had one hand and played baseball. It's two. The answer is two. There's two dudes. And one of them only got to play because the fucking, the war was happening or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. And And then you go, go and then you go, but how about your, your parents were teenagers when they had you? Yeah. Those parents gotta be something else. Yeah. It's a lot to think about.
1: He loves baseball. His dad loves
0: baseball. Loves baseball. (laughs) He loved baseball.
1: Loves baseball. (laughs) Loves it.
0: Uh it's time. Jim
1: love it. Love it too.
0: (laughs) It's time for the X Factor. Everybody knows what an X Factor is. What is your X Factor for the thing that makes this game special? This no hitter. Sure.
1: Jim Abbott has one hand. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. He made it not only to the major leagues, he threw a no hitter. Against the team that beat the shit out of him six days prior. It's unbelievable. I can't believe that happened. I can't believe everybody doesn't talk about it all the time.
0: I I mean there's not, I I mean that's that's that is if I'm being honest, that's also my X Factor. <laughs> there's not much else to say. This podcast yeah. should have been way shorter than it is. Uh, but- the other the other quick factors I want to say: Candy Maldonado played in this game. One of my favorite baseball names in the history of space and time. He uh, batted four thirty eight against. Um, Jim. So you know the the Yankees, rightfully so, were like, let's put Candy in the game because he, he hits really well against uh, uh Jim Abbott. So it it wasn't just the Indians with this amazing team of of great hitters and incredible young rookie talent. Uh, it, they also go to their bench and pull out Candy Maldonado with a great name and his, again, his first name is Candido because I'm like, if his name is Candy, what's his actual name? It's Candido, yeah. which is damn near better than Candy. Yeah, fantastic, Candy Maldonado.
1: Candido,
0: Maldonado. Yeah, that's great. Uh, they play. This happened at Yankees stadium. I'm sorry, the stage matters. It being in the Bronx in New York City at Yankee Stadium it fucking matters. Uh, that's yes. also an x-factor Uh in 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 researching like other uh, the Yankee things that happen, I found this quote. This is going to knock your socks up You can't believe this. I read this on the sabermetrics sabr saber.com uh, or whatever it is. Uh but a little more than a week after his no-hit gem Yankees owner, George Steinbrenner, publicly blasted Abbott for not doing the job, even questioning the pitcher's courage. (laughs) He continues. Abbott's second season in New York started out as turbulently as the first before spring training even started. The boss, George Steinbrenner, blamed Abbott's mediocre 1993 performance on his charity work and frequent visits with disabled children Quote, Jim Abbott's got to give 100% of his attention to baseball, Steinbrenner demanded. Crazy. Crazy.
1: For – you hear a lot – like, not to keep bringing up basketball, but like – Paul George, one of your faves, he talked about on his podcast that he gets a lot of fans that are like, you shouldn't be doing a podcast, you should be focusing on basketball, as though they literally play basketball (laughs) 24 hours a day, (laughs) where it's like, the eye and just the how diametrically opposed Jim Abbott is, who's just like, clearly such a good kind person, like, listen to Read his book, which I didn't finish, but I will, and or listen to that one podcast that I listened to. <laughs> he is just instantly so kind. Yes. And he um his foundation, if if any I think he tries to respond to everyone, but especially children that are differently abled, he handwrites them yes. notes back. Like everything he does seems to come from a place of kindness. And then just George Steinbrenner just a famously awful person who just i guess had a lobotomy or something (laughs) in 2000 because i feel like he just didn't he was just kind of like around but not really um it's just of course of course he's critiquing jim abbott for doing charity work
0: And, and i bring it up to say there are monsters in new york city Yes. My thing about New York City is every person I walk past on the street, every single person is trying to get the money that I am also going for. It yes. is a it is a city, it is a town full of sharks. They're swimming everywhere. They're tiger yes. sharks and they'll eat anything and they'll bite off anybody's arms. It's it yes. is it is insane. And George yeah. Steinbrenner might be the king of those dudes. Yeah. So when you accomplish something this crazy on the stage of New York City, I'm sorry, it matters.
1: It, matters. it matters. With that horrible man. And then he's saying that in the press. Imagine what he said directly to That's Jim right. Abbott. That's exactly right. <laughs> it's crazy. Allison, what an awful
0: person. I see the clock is winding down on us. It's almost time for America's favorite podcast segment. It's called More Important. You know, Allison, we're so lucky to have you back on the show. You're always mm-hmm. great. You've been fantastic on this show so far. But as I start to look at the web that connects your appearances on this show, I find myself wanting to ask some tougher questions. Okay. Why are you, Allison Agassi, the expert to come on and talk about a dead bird or a one-handed baseball player? Why do you keep coming onto a podcast that asks you to discuss dead birds that at, at times makes light of a one-handed baseball player doing something amazing? Why do you allow yourself to be put in this position? And what does it say about the podcast and the people or person that run that show Who ask you to talk about these matters? What do you have to say for yourself? You know, Neil, I'm so glad. I'm so sorry we don't have time for that because it's time for something more important. The music's playing. Here we go. I'm about to ask you a series of questions. Your answer to these questions will define who you are as a person on this planet. They're far more important than any of the bullshit that you've said so far in this episode. Are you ready for more important? I am, yes. You were on the Doughboys podcast and so was I once. That podcast is the reason I listen to podcasts. It's the reason I basically. Kind Are of you started serious? My, I, I love it. I love those two guys. I think they're brilliant.
1: They're I'm so smart and so funny. I was like the third guest. Yes. I know them from UCB. And I was I like, good them. luck with this. <laughs> Why would anyone want to listen to this? I, and they have an empire.
0: It's an empire. <laughs> and they're super funny. And Nick's a yes. good, humongous Lakers Nick's fan. Nick's amazing. Yes, he's amazing. Yeah, they're, he's so they're funny. fantastic. Uh, if you could only attend one chain restaurant for the rest of your life, what is it? You only get to go into one oh, chain shit. restaurant. You and your boyfriend, the ex professional baseball player. Yes. You only get to go to um, one uh, chain restaurant. What is it?
1: Uh, I'm gonna say Wendy's just because I love a baked potato. Like I love their weird <laughs> ah, ah. items, but like realistically, I would say Chipotle. But I'll say I'll say Wendy's because. Okay. Do they still
0: make the baked potato at Wendy's? Yeah, I got oh, one already. recently. Oh, wow. Wait, how often do you go to Wendy's?
1: Not that often. Okay. It was um, driving from L.A. to Tacoma. Did you on road did trip? You, like.
0: Did you have to get? Did you get anything other than the big potato? You also get a bread I got milk. a
1: baked potato, and I think I got um, like chicken. Whatever their chicken nuggets are. Okay, okay. man, I'm not fucking big. I know. Potato. What so that was, I mean, in high school, that was a big thing yeah, to, with my friends of to course. go get a baked potato. Of course. It's crazy. What? Why do they have that? It's insane. It's, wild. it's chilly. Yeah. It's, crazy. It's, crazy. it's crazy.
0: It's crazy. They must have some sort of proprietary machine that helps them fucking bake a potato like super fast, right?
1: Yes. I have no. Yeah. It's, it's nuts.
0: we got to find somebody at work to get that question answered. <laughs> uh, what is the best sports nickname? Allison Agassi. Best sports nickname.
1: I'll go with The Big Hurt. Okay. I think that's a great it's one. It's a great
0: nickname. Frank Thomas, The Big Hurt. Everybody loves that. The Big Hurt. I just,
1: yeah. Just a giant okay. man.
0: And now um, he does those sexual dysfunction pills? So weird. So Where weird. I'm like,
1: what? It just stresses me Because you know it's like, you're not doing this if you didn't need this money. Ugh,
0: that's, the, I wish you hadn't even said that. Because in my head. I know, but that's what it is. No, you're right. But in my head, I had somehow managed to block that out. And then you saying it makes <laughs> yes. me go, she's absolutely right.
1: That's what happened.
0: Damn. All right. Hey, listen, we're in more important. We got to keep going.
1: Oh, right, right, right.
0: Who is the the celebrity that you've seen in person that you were shocked by how good looking they are?
1: I mean, all of them, honestly. Because, like, the most, most, like, mediocre person on TV, like, a nerd is so (laughs) handsome in person. Who played Blair on,
0: and I should know this because she was... Blair on Facts of Life, Lisa Welch. No, Blair
1: on um oh, okay. no. Gossip Girl. Why oh, can oh, I think oh, of Blake her? Lively? Not Blake Lively.
0: Oh wait. Oh, it's oh, the other Leighton Le- Meester.
1: Leighton Meester. She was on wow. I worked on a show called Making History. She is so
0: beautiful, what an which answer.
1: like I of course knew, you know. Right. But then you see them in person right. and it's like you are stunning. Wow.
0: What an answer. A great answer. You're stunning. That's the exact type of specificity I wanted. It's close
1: and so nice, Uh, but also in that way where you're like, I don't know your name and I'm never gonna know your name. Yeah,
0: I mean, you didn't, you just just (laughs) had to ask me and I, for some reason, knew Leighton Meester. (laughs) I I was on 49th street and uh, Benjamin Bratt was crossing 49th street and you'd have thought there was a golden spotlight on him, following him across the street. I could not believe how good looking Benjamin Bratt was
1: yeah so, I, look at this motherfucker. i've heard scott foley is just stunning yeah. in person
0: a little china all, scott foley
1: yeah it's just like just they are all so attractive and so charming yeah and psychopaths but
0: <laughs> uh alice nagasti do you have a favorite sports movie do you have a favorite sports movie what is it
1: remember the titans Okay. Because there are just so many pull quotes.
0: It's it's very good.
1: It's so good. And he cures racism by uh, running to Gettysburg. (laughs) Cures it. It's amazing. done.
0: He does it. Uh, (laughs) Do you have any Travis, Kelsey, Taylor Swift takes? Do you have any thoughts on Travis, Kelsey, and Taylor Swift? Yes. I
1: hate it. I hate it.
0: Why?
1: I hate it. I So I'm just not, I don't care about Taylor Swift at all. I don't, I think she's, the most middle-of-the-road perfectly fine. Yeah. There are songs of hers that I like. Right. I think she is fine. I think he will do anything to be relevant yep. in every quadrant. Yep. And I'm just skeeved out by the whole thing. And I, I had to unfollow ESPN on... Oh twitter and instagram because i was like wow stop showing her yeah. stop it
0: so the showing her it is too much but i do want to say that uh as a host who would like both of them to come on the podcast i yes. am totally fine with both travis kelsey and taylor swift and i uh Tov, congratulations i hope that your relationship is fruitful and that you guys love each other and then everything's great and i would love no, to have you both of course
1: on none of that is true
0: no 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 that's... i think
1: it's fake is it shit
0: no 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 <laughs> i how dare you
1: Catching Kelsey. I didn't even, I didn't know he even. had, a, I, didn't know. I mean,
0: that's he's tough. so thirsty. So, no, 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 I don't think he's thirsty. I'd like him on the show. So I think he's good. <laughs> uh, what is the best late night bit of all time? Best late night comedy bit of all time. Do you have a, do you have a favorite? David
1: Letterman, Stupid Human Tricks. Oh,
0: great, great answer. <laughs> I appreciate you going away from top 10. I thought that's what you were gonna say. Superhuman Tricks, so good. Meryl Marco, I love it. Great answer. Yeah. Uh, The last question, more important, you've you've done great. The music's playing. Name something that really kicks ass.
1: Trader Joe's has this new granola (laughs) that's chocolate and peanut butter. And I can't keep it in the house. (laughs) It's too good. It kicks too
0: much ass. I don't want a a great answer. I don't (laughs) want to... I don't want to come off like we started this episode by being the poor fucking shithead, you know, hayseeds. Yeah. And now we're going to wrap up by going. We both go to Trader Joe's and we both buy Trader Joe's food and we spend extra for the Trader Joe's food because we are elite. Yes. Trader Joe's makes these um, cinnamon graham crackers. They oh might be gosh. the best thing I've ever had in my life. They're so thick. Like, if you think about a cinnamon graham cracker, you go, well, that's a thin little thing. No, no, no. That's the thing about Trader Joe's. They're very thick, and they're very crisp, and they're very crisp for a long time, and they're delicious.
1: I have fantasized about just taking one of every snack, Yeah. just going down that aisle, yes. and just, I'm just going to try no every big. single thing. <laughs> Why not? It's going to be good. It's
0: going to be good. Trader, Trader Joe's. Joe's. Yeah.
1: Trader Joe's kicks ass. They, just Trader they, Joe's. They do?
0: It's a great answer. It's a great answer. (laughs) Firmly cementing why you're a fucking absolute A1 guest in the show. It's time for the co-sign. Allison, the floor is yours. Does Jim Abbott's no-hitter for 1993, does it belong in the first ballot Hall of Fame and why?
1: why? You're laughing because you know what I'm going to say, and that is that he has one hand, and of course he belongs in the Hall of Fame. One person has done this. (laughs) One person with one hand has hit one no-hitter. Of course, he's one of one. It will probably never happen again. He has one hand, and he's a nice person. Put him (laughs) in, you monster. You're a terrible person if you don't put him in.
0: I, as a host, for a moment... (laughs) As a host, I want to apologize to you because, as the guest, my job is to lay out the carpet for you to hit the home runs. And you had a, you had, I recognized very early on that you had a home run. You had a home run. Whenever you want to take out your bat and hit a home run, you could do it in this episode. And I started laughing on the intro. I might. You knew it. I should probably only your answer I don't want to make you re-record your answer but I do feel bad that I started laughing because i I did know what you were going to say yeah it's the reason i I knew bringing you on the show that you would have the guts to do that <laughs> and and you're right yeah. it's that is that is the that is the why uh and, and yeah. a, a, another perfect cosign from Allison acosti it's time for the induction speeds that's when I neil get to decide where this thing goes into the first battle of fame here we go are you a good person or are you a bad person? Well, That's what out. you're about. You're going to gonna find out. There's a lot to consider in this moment. Allison made a, a singular great point with her sign. The video is impressive. The audio is an interesting listen, but ultimately Jim Abbott's got one fucking hand. He's got one fucking hand that he's even playing a, a sport mildly competitively out of this world. You, 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 its out of this world that he's playing professionally. Can't believe it that he's one of 322 people to throw a no hitter. I mean, its like what are we talking about here? And that he is the only person to do this with one fucking hand. I mean, what? I, what, I there's nothing to discuss. Jim Abbott, your left hand, the New York Yankees, the Cleveland Indians, now Guardians. Carlos Baezaga, Felix for another great baseball name. Uh, Manny Ramirez, congratulations, and most notably, Allison Agassi, congratulations yeah. this moment. It's in the first ball. Of oh. Allison, what can you, you got to be, you're thrilled, right? You're thrilled.
1: I'm absolutely yeah, thrilled. For me, right. for my good friend, Jim, yeah, who's yeah, so nice. Yeah, he's a great guy. Um, I'll, I'm glowing. Yeah. I can't believe it. It's great. I can't believe it. It's It's a great. It's a, a great,
0: great thing that you and I have done. Yes. Yeah. We're good By people. Right,
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: for sure. Good people, Uh, Allison. (laughs) What are you working on? What how can people follow you?
1: Great question. Um, I am, you know, working on myself, and I have just moved into an apartment where just people come in and do things, and then they leave, and then more people come. So that's kind of what I've been doing. Okay, Um, that's kind of what I'm up to. Do you want people to
0: follow you on a social media platform?
1: Gosh, I mean, not. (sighs) You can say it. I'm going to say you genuinely do not have to. I still have a Twitter slash X account. I don't – I can't imagine posting on it ever again. <laughs> um, and I have like Blue Sky. And I guess at some point I could do threads. But I'm really like – Yeah. I just don't know if anyone needs to know what I think about anything.
0: It, so it, It's funny how the destruction of Twitter makes you go – why does yeah. this, any of this shit exist to begin with? It
1: really, with? yeah. It re, like him buying Elon buying uh, Twitter and then changing the name to X, but the hand like the website is still twitter.com. Yeah. like the. It just has made it all so stupid. so stupid. I don't really do Instagram anymore. I don't really, I just don't think I need to be doing anything.
0: So subscribe and listen to the First Bell <laughs> Hall of Fame because yes. she will be back on the show 100%. I would love to. Allison, thank you so much for being on the show.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: That's it. That's the show. Allison Agosti. They don't call her the greatest of all time for nothing. She's a, She's a goddamn weapon. Special thanks goes to Alex in New York at Scouting Content on Twitter. He started listening to us on the Tim Kylie Inside the NBA episode. He asked me a bunch of questions online afterwards. I asked about the show, about me interviewing Tim. I just really appreciate anyone who gives us that much time and, and care and interaction. We want this show to be good. We appreciate folks like Alex in New York and all of you that are listening credits rob bob jessica ej da and rhythm j that's the team my thanks to them my thanks to you all for listening please rate and review us if you would and please come back next week for more first ballot
1: jim Abbott has one hand